When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like one of the best pickup uh, things that I heard was the Forrest Gump approach. The way, and it's like when he went up to Jenny on the bus, he's like, he's like, ah, my name's Forrest. Forrest <laughs> Gump. What's your name? It's like, yeah, right now, bro. So, so basic, you know. <laughs> After I got done teaching kids class, you would do jujitsu, then wrestling, and uh, and then you would have to wait till everybody was gone from the gym so you could clean up your area. And then I dated a girl oh, no. out in Compton, so I drive uh, from Irvine, forty five minutes all the way out to Compton, stay over at I stay over at her house, and then I would drive back in the morning for morning practice. Is this a, a, a an episode out of Grand Theft Auto? You dated a girl out of Compton? What was yeah. Yeah, I dated a Mexican girl out of Compton. What? How? How did you meet? Like, uh, what, what's the story there? How did you guys meet? What's Compton like? I mean, okay, so crazy. I was, so okay, so I, I picked up uh, a book about dating called How to uh, How to Be a Three Percent Man, and then I was watching uh, I was watching pickup artists on YouTube oh, and yeah. like of like how to like spit game at girls. So I was like, all right, I I did a I did a I I got a camera from this guy and i did a documentary on this special needs guy because no he wanted way. to do a jiu-jitsu tournament down in long down in long beach for uh isjjf and so Ooh. i do this documentary he raises a bunch of money and and we, he gets me a flight out to this place out, out out to long beach so we could compete in this tournament i seen her at the tournament and i was like damn i was like Ooh. shorty looks like uh like a mexican taylor swift so <sighs> i walk up and i was like I was like, hey, excuse me. I was like, uh, what's your name? And she's like, she's like, my name's Natalyn. I was like, I was like, oh, cool, Natalie. Can you take this picture real quick? I knew her name was Natalyn. She's like, no, 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 Natalyn. I was like, I was like, oh, thanks, Natalie. I really appreciate it. And so like, is is that like something that boy. you picked up from the book or something? Yeah, I was like, I was watching this guy, this guy, uh, RSD Max. They call it the the RSD stands for Real Social Dynamics. So what these guys would do. Is they put it. like microphones on themselves and they'd have like a homie hide around the corner and they'd basically just try all these attempts at picking up shorties. And so I was like watching all these videos, watching all these videos, and like, you know, like they called it like um if you were like afraid to like approach a girl and like talk to her, they called it like approach anxiety. Yeah. And uh they had all these like little names for things like like one of the best pickup uh things that I heard was the Forrest Gump approach. And it's like when he went up to Jenny on the bus, he's like, he's like, ah, my name's Forrest, Forrest <laughs> Gump. What's your name? It's like, yeah, right now, bro. So, so basic, you know. <laughs> so like, this is, I mean, this is insider information. You know what I'm saying? The like, Forrest Gump approach. The Forrest Gump info. approach. Guys, listen, inside info. The Forrest Gump approach. The Forrest and it Gump works, approach. right? So this worked, I mean, right? Hey, so what happened? She said, 
no, my name's my name's uh Natalie. Natalie. So okay. So I'm like, oh thanks. I'm like, oh thanks, Natalie. So she takes a picture of me and the homie. He just won triple gold. He crushed it. And she's Holy. like, and and I was just like, I was like, hey, thank you for thank you for taking the picture. I was like, uh, so I was like, are you from around here? And she's like, she's like, yeah. She's like, she's like, uh, live like near the area, but she was like kind of standoffish. And I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh, cool. So like, are you competing in the tournament or like you here for other people? And I was like, I was kind of like giving her shit as a special needs tournament, you know? And, oh. uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, I coach some people that are competing in the tournament. I was like, oh, dope. I was like, that's awesome. I was that like, is so dope. You, yeah. I was like, you do jujitsu? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, what are you? She's like, a blue belt. And then I laughed at her. And she was like, what? And I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, I was like, I'm in town for a few days. I was like, we should link. I was like, do you have Facebook? And she's like, no, I don't use Facebook. I was what? like, all right. I was like, I want Instagram, you know? So like, you could see a little bit of my life. I can see a little bit of your life. She's like, she's like, no, I don't use Instagram either, which is a fucking lie. Yeah, and then, right? uh, and then I was like, I was like, well, maybe we could exchange numbers. Yeah, so, there you go. So I was like, I was like, let's exchange numbers. I was like, do you have a cell phone? And she's like, yes. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I said, let's exchange numbers. I was like, I'll be in, I was, I was like, I'll be in touch with you. And I was like, just like talking to her a little bit, talking to her a little bit, but she was like constantly on my mind. And then I asked my manager, I was like, yo, Jason, that's, I was, I signed with Iridium when I first went pro. I was like, yo, Iridium and it, or yo, Jason, any fights? And he was like, he was like, honestly, bro, nobody wants to fight you. You're like the boogeyman. And I was like, well, and I was thinking about shorty, uh, in California. I was like, I was like, yo, uh, what happened? What would happen if like I made the move to, to, to California and like, it wasn't even just that. It was like, just also like being in long beach. I was like, bro, it's so beautiful out here. Like I'm yeah. only one decision away from, from making my way out here and making a life for myself, which so is dumb. what I have always dreamed of doing and what I always wanted to do. And Jason within an hour got me set up in the fighter house with Timo Yama and got me on a call with uh, Colin and it was a and it was a wrap. I was like, he was like, how soon can you get down there? I was like, dude, give me three months. He's like, wow. no, 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 no. He's like, there's one spot open in this house. He's like, dude, you need to get down there as soon as possible. I go, give me two months, two months to to pack up everything in my entire life. Say my say my goodbyes to my people. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I feel that. Right. And, you know, I want to. I didn't want to burn any bridges, and I wanted to end things gracefully. So, um, I packed everything up i stayed in touch with natalie natalie and uh uh, it's pretty much like a week after being down there uh bro i was uh i was uh sponsoring a guy um for like aa and my in the day after the the day after my i moved down there he fucking died bro no bro i could totally relate I could totally relate, bro. Really? Seven years, seven years clean off of opiates, putting needles in my arms, bro. This is what keeps me alive. This is what keeps me going. Hearing these fighter stories, uh, seeing what you guys go through, the weight cutting, knowing what detoxing feels like, bro. I'm getting chills right now. Bro, uh, me too. I swear to God. Bro, I was t- I was uh, who all over my body. Right, like, bro? Bro, 
I was I was Holy telling shit. him a week before, bro. I go, I go, hey, bro, I love you, but you're lying to me. You're taking kratom. You're doing all this. Like you haven't been honest with me at all. I go, dude, you gotta, you gotta get with these people at uh, in, in Minneapolis. I was like, I, I got you, uh, I got you a home group. I got you all this. I was like, but dude, you gotta be honest and you gotta just like tell on yourself and you gotta really do this deal. And he was like. I know, man, and uh, he was a he was a really good guy. And we're so used to uh, having the, the key from the outside, but with addiction, yeah. <clears throat> the key really comes from the inside to unlock. You know it, exactly. So within, so without. As as above, so below. So it's a it's a everybody seeks externally, right? But the, but it's an internal job, you know. So we have to we have to change. The, the process of manifestation was the best explanation that I've heard of changing anything because it's how anything becomes everything. And, and, and uh, I read it in T. Harv Eker's book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, and he said that the process of manifestation is this, that thoughts lead to feelings, feelings lead to actions, and actions lead to results. So once you change your thinking, like if I think good about something, I'll feel good about something. If I feel good about something, I typically act good about something, and that and it's action or inaction, and that creates the result. And with a lot of addicts, we're so used to a certain set of songs, we need to change yeah. songs out so we can live a new feeling. You know, that's why, we're so used to. That's why I think it's called the program, because you're reprogramming, yeah. rewiring the mind, and and when you when you go through your resentments. I know that's a big thing for everybody. Cause you go through your resentments and then you realize like, dude, fuck, like I'm mad at this person, but I got a part in everything. I got a part in everything. I'm mad at, I'm mad at my mom, but I was a fucking asshole when I was doing this. I, I was mad running at, I'm from a monster and I turned into the monster. Exactly. Right? And then you're, and then you're just playing the blame game, which nobody wins with the blame game. And, and it and it takes away being a victim and and you start to take 100% responsibility for all your actions and then once that happens man life changer game changer cognitive therapy therapies what addicts cognitive need. therapy i haven't heard of that what addicts need maybe so, i think it's a discipline issue too you know it's like a lot of people lack discipline. If it's like one of the core root things of like alcoholics and addicts that I've seen at least for the past like 16 years, like half of my life, it's just a lack of discipline. You know, it's like once guys, they like 90 meetings in 90 days. And like once you get that discipline of going every day to this meeting where people are trying to do their best and, and put their best foot forward and change their thinking, like you get in the habit of going so it gives you something to do that day. So you're, it's, it's the, it's the discipline, right? Like my mom right now, she's at a, a funeral. Well, now they're out to dinner uh, for my aunt who just passed of alcoholism, bro. It's something that is a lifelong battle. And you guys as fighters are what really inspires me. Cause like you said, the self-discipline uh, last on last week's show, I was asking about motivation and I realized it's not motivation. It's really self-discipline. That's um, it. That keeps you guys going. That's it. I think I think motivation is uh motivation is like so fleeting. Motivation's like happiness and discipline is like joy. What you keeps know, you like, what keeps you uh disciplined? 
honestly, bro, like, I don't, I don't, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to say, like, I just, I, I fucking love training, bro. Like if I have, if like, even after my fight, right? Like, so I fight Tuesday night unscathed. I come home Wednesday and everybody's like, oh, relax, take a day off. You deserve it. And like, I was about to go to the gym and go do jujitsu. And, uh, and like, I went out to eat with my boy and like, granted, we had like a, like a fat, like two fat tomahawks, um, a bunch of good food, some, some tiramisu <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> tiramisu, <Yeah. laughs> some cold, on, le, le cold on blue. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and bro, we got down, you know, but it's like, bro, like I want to train. Like I, I want to train. I, I like, even right after the fight, like I want to, I want to focus on like movement patterns that I could, that I, that could have been a little bit better. Like, and I your just, Pepe Le Pew. Right, picking up yeah. girls like Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> <laughs> tiramisu with Pepe Le Pew, tiramisu with Pepe Le Pew. Oh man! <laughs> I just honestly, I think it's just doing what you love, bro. That that's what doing that's what why I'm here. Yeah, bro. That, I think I think, bro. Literally, all I do all day, every day, is just have way too much fucking fun. I fuck around and like don't take much in life serious and like just have a, a shit ton of fun like i'm hanging out with my mentor all day we're, we're grabbing a bunch of good food and well, you talked uh, about food but when it comes to weight cutting uh like like, like today we had an okay. issue um steve well why don't you ask why don't you ask here i mean i mean listen we had what uh th three fighters miss no, uh, you had an, uh, you know before before that before that even happened, you already had the women's bantamweight fight get already turned to a, a 140 pound catch weight. So now, so now instead of instead of Shemaya and Diaz, we're at, we got Ferguson and and, and Diaz. Kevin Kevin Holland got got is now fighting Shemaya and and now and now uh, <laughs> you, you got you got you got you got Lee and um and um uh, Robinson fighting. Which kind of so, looks like a better card as it, it is, anyways. But I mean, I mean, uh, the, the the past forty eight hours, it, what's been going on with the UFC has been absolutely oh god. It's crazy, bro. Like, hey, the 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 twenty two year old that got that knockout, we had we had uh we had to make weight between nine to ten in the morning, bro. That fool showed up at nine fifty five in the morning and weighed one seventy one. That fool barely made weight and he was like sitting down sweating for like the next like 15 minutes what's your what's your uh like worst experience that you've maybe have seen with with weight cutting and what would be your advice to somebody that's new to weight cutting um oh man if you're if, if you're new like oh fuck man it's so tough dude because i i used to have the worst weight cuts like this last one I did the night before, but I did, I, I did, I did one. The, probably the worst is the ones that I've been through. Cause I cut 30 pounds in a, in a day and a half. I cut from 175 to 145. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, for my, so for my featherweight, uh, for my featherweight title in Wisconsin, uh, to go four and oh. What that do you was, have to like? Oh man. 
like think thinking about what your body is going through through that is, yeah. is just in, insane. And then, bro, like it's not like I like my hearing was going out, my vision was blurry. I was like starting to go in and out of consciousness. And I remember a guy was interviewing me, oh, and like no. my hearing was going out, and eat, like it was like somebody plugged my ear. And you're like, what's your ear. name? Dana? Daniel? Dana? All right. Bro. He's like, Dan Daniel. You're like, all right, Bro. Dana. <laughs> my my kidneys hurt for like a week after that fight. And I finished them in the first round. And like, bro, my rehydration was like trash. Like if I would say if you're going to if uh, to advice to anybody who's cutting weight, make sure that people are there. If you're if you're not used to it, I would trial cut if I was you to see how your body feels and how your body reacts. And, uh, and, and the goal is to always diet down and stay hydrated. Like so many people start, they, they cut water to cut weight. Is it, is this a weight class that you're going to stay with throughout your career in the UFC? Yeah. 145 all the way to the top. So we had a question here. When when is going to be your next fight? When do you, when do you think you're going to be stepping back in there? Well, I'd like to step back in there for Madison Square Garden if I could. I know that you're you're trying to do that, man. And if, yeah. if you are doing that, I'm right here in Connecticut, man. I'll be right there Sheesh, for that one. Let's you know get it, I mean. my boy. So, so obviously the fight was called off, but what was your prediction with Nate and Casey? What did you think was gonna really happen? Uh uh oh Diaz and uh and Kamzak? Yep. Oh fuck, bro. I mean, obviously you want to rock with Diaz and if and uh but uh Shemayev is is just on on too much of a roll right now, bro. Shemayev's wrestling is 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 really good and I think it would negate Diaz's uh jiu-jitsu and uh and um and I think the the striking just the way Kamsat like handled Gilbert Burns and uh, and everything, I, I I think uh, I think Kamsat would beat him on the stand up too. Ooh. All right, Diaz has that funky box. Yeah, people to come attack him so he, he can hit him with them big shots. You can't do yeah. that against someone someone like like Shamayev. Yeah, I mean, look what he did to Gerald Mishart. You know, it's just like. Whew. Now with Tony in there, are you excited to see the ground game? Because we have people talking about the stand-up slugging, but we're more excited to see the ground game. What, what do you think is going to happen uh, playing out with now Tony and Nate? That's going to be so much fun to watch. Wait, what? Tony Ferguson's fighting Nate Diaz? Yeah. yeah that was that, a replacement three for, hours for, ago. For Shemayev missing weight, yep. <laughs> Bro, no way. <laughs> That's the sickest fucking fight. Uh, right, <laughs> I got I got, oh fuck, that's a hard one. Um, I got Tony Ferguson because like, I don't know, bro. Like he like I feel like, I feel like my I feel like he doesn't have a soul. Like, <laughs> like, like, bro, that dude is so scary. Like the before and after pictures of like his last eight opponents is like gnarly bad like like it's crazy what he does to people and he's sick off the off off the bottom like if if he's on bottom like he's elbowing and striking he's like he i don't know 
Tony Ferguson's nasty. That's a that's doesn't it blow your mind? Dude? That's so legendary. Like <laughs> I just I just got I just got done with the with a camera job. I've been working all day. Uh, yeah, you you missed you you missed the whole fiasco. That's why I was trying to tell you because everyone missing weight, they they shuffled everything around. Shemayev is fighting Kevin Holland. Wait, oh so, oh so you're for real? Shemayev is fighting Kevin Holland now. Yep. So wait, so what are what are the what are the weight classes? Uh, well, I th- I think um one seventy Tony versus Nate, uh one eighty. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Holland. catch weight for Holland and Shemayev, and, and I think the same same way for Rodriguez and Lee. Yep, Bruh. needy. So, did did Kevin Holland miss weight too? I I think he no, I don't think he missed weight. I think I, he knew what was going on. They just said like 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 stop cutting. You're good. Because I think Diaz, I think they already asked Diaz if he would if he would do um. If he would, uh, if he would fight Shemayev at 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 another weight and ever, he was like, "Yeah, no, that's not happening." So they switched things around. They gave him Ferguson. Gave- bro, bro, <laughs> this is like this is like the most beautiful disaster that's ever <laughs> fucking happened. I, I, before you came on, I was like, "This is the MMA God saying, okay, you really want to mess with with Nate like this? We're gonna show you how this works. No one's gonna make weight, and we're all gonna get what we want in the end." Because if you really look at it now, now everyone wanted. Tony Ferguson, Nate Nate Diaz for this card, and we got we got the Shamaya fight. It is what it is now. But now everything got got moved. So now you get, you got you get Ferguson and Diaz, you get Shamaya and Holland, who have already been, been been bickering at each other for for the for the better part of a month now. So it's it's going to be insane. It's going to be well, absolutely insane. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life. Right. It's absolutely. I remember, like normally when those things happen, things like the whole card gets canceled or something like that. Like, like, like I think the the the, the time before last when something like this happened, I think it went from a pay per view to a fight night. They were still able to keep the pay per view, but it's one of these things, man. It's like the the MMA gods, everything shuffled out the right way. At the, like, like UFC two hundred all over again. Well, no, not oh. only that. Uh, Dustin Poirier said it. Said he he was he was already one hundred one hundred seventy five pounds this morning. He he had he had a private plane that they needed him to come to try to wait, make weight and do whatever. So like you had a nice. lot of a lot of moving things going on. It was it was like I said, it's been a really really interesting forty eight hours for the UFC. Dana White probably needs like the the biggest shot of whatever alcohol he loves right about now. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Hey, he likes a uh, monkey head. Oh yeah, I, I saw that, that whiskey because that's he, his. Cause, after I don't even drink, so like, but I, but I'm like, uh, I'm gonna like, I gotta put up at my house. But he, uh, he gifted all the, all the, I don't know everybody, but I know for sure the winners. He gifted us all uh, monkey head whiskey. They got it at the liquor store down the road here uh, right now. Matter of fact, the liquor store down the road gave me a Conor McGregor uh, cutout poster, right for his, the proper twelve thing, and I'm in the city, right. So yeah. we got people, you know, going through our garbage, looking for stuff to sell. I gave him the the Conor McGregor thing. He just walked down the street with it. I was like, "This is fucking absolutely insane!" Trying to make money off the Conor McGregor thing. But <laughs> it, it's it. But I heard that that whiskey's actually pretty good because he did. Uh, they were doing like taste test. I heard it's pretty good. But you don't drink the liquor. Same, why? Why don't you drink liquor? What's the story behind you staying away from 
uh, substances. What's, what's yeah, the well, reason there? Well, my, my dad was a really bad alcoholic. And then, uh, and then honestly, I was like an absolute wild man when I was younger. And um, I went to outpatient treatment, inpatient treatment, in a halfway house in Minnesota. And it kind of like, it kind of ruined it for me, bro. Like I, like I was like partying in like middle school and then like ninth grade, I was already at like college parties and, and like, bro, I got a lot of, I got a lot of slack from people in high school. Like they're like, Oh, you, you're just a partier. Like you're like, you're a pothead. And you're a stifler, right? Yeah. From bro, American and, Pie. Then, <laughs> and then, and then college hits. And all these fuckers are doing it. And then like, and then, and then, and I stopped because I went to treatment twice in a halfway house and like, I was like sober or whatever. And then like all of them are drinking. I'm like, and like blacking out and being crazy. And I'm like, and now you're in the UFC. Self-discipline, yeah, and, and, hey, right? And you know, what's, you know, what's, you know, what's crazy when I was in inpatient treatment at Hazelden Plymouth, uh, Minnesota at the Hazelden center in uh, Plymouth, Minnesota, it was a it was a teenage uh, recovery program. Uh, there was there was a there was this one fool from like uh, Colorado, long haired, sick ass fool that uh, surfed and snowboarded, and he was like he was like, "Hey, bro!" Like right as right before I was leaving, because I went in there and I lied my fucking ass off. I was like, "Yeah, I'm a fighter." I was like, "I, I was like, I've been boxing." Da 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 da. That's what we all do when we go in there. You got it's scary, bro. When you go, yeah. you're all by yourself. Bro, I was like, I was like, I was like, bro, this is what I want to do. I, I always watched it, and I was like, yeah, I'm a fighter, and I was like trying to look sick, you know, and and uh, and I went in there telling everybody, and, and this one, and this one dude from Colorado, he was like, right before I left, Jake, he was like, hey man, I was like, what's up? And he was like, you for real about this fighting thing? I was like, yeah, bro, it's 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 my dream, it's what I love. And he's like, look, man. If you ain't on posters and billboards and on TV in the next three years, I'm going to be fucking pissed at you. And some about it just was like, all right, I got a deadline. Like I got to, I got to get after it. And as soon as I got out of the halfway house, I manipulated my way out of there because it was like a fucking jail cell and nobody in there was like trying to be sober. And I was like, I was like, and I didn't have like legal, I didn't, I wasn't like legally binded to go there uh my my mom and my grandma just wanted me in there so they paid for me to be in there and and, and, and they uh, want you to stay there because the insurance will pay for it so they're gonna try to keep you in there yeah bro and i was like i was like this shit is not helping me i was like i just feel in prison and i feel like it's being forced on me and i hate this so i went up to the lady i was like and and like dude all they did it was like it was like I, bro you would sit down and watch like Nazi movies all fucking day, and then you'd go and see a counselor, and they'd, like ask you how you feel, and then you would sit on your bed, and your bed had like it was like super springs, and it was like this thick, and fucking you had like a, a uncomfortable ass pillow, and like dude, it was like a oh fucking jail cell, and I was gonna run away, but I was like I can't fucking get away from this place because they'll lock you out. And lock the place down at night. And, and they're so, too far from home, right? Way too far. I was in yeah. northern Iowa. So it's like fucking boonie. not country. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's like, dude, fuck that. I'm not, I'm not ending up in Corn County. So I'm fucking, 
I'm thinking, I'm like, man, how can I, how can I, how can I get the fuck out of here? So I'm like, ah, I'm going to ask the lady exactly what I, I go. I, I go, I walk up to one of the, one of the counselors. I go, I go, Hey, you know what? After like just sitting in my room and like not being a part of this, like what's the up, down, left, right code to get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I go up, I go up to her bro. I'm like, I'm like, Hey, I just, I, I was thinking a lot and I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to be a part of this. I really want this. I'm, I want to be sober and I want to really, really do this thing. She's like, Blake, it's so good to hear that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, just tell me what I got to do to stay here and I'll do whatever it takes. And she's like, perfect. You got to, you got to get your blood work and you got to see the doctor. I go, good. I ain't doing none of that shit. I'm going to get the fuck out of here tomorrow. And fucking, I did the blood work because I was like halfway in. There's a girl in there that was kind of like, oh, should we do it? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then I got to the doctor. The doctor walked in. He's like, all right, pull your pants down. I go, what the fuck, doc? He goes, <laughs> he goes well, I need to I need to do a physical on you. You got to pull your pants down. I go, it ain't happening today. He goes, yeah, right, why? Sure? What I do go, you mean? I go, I'm sure, doc. What do you, why do you got to see my dick, dude? <laughs> What's up with that? I'm in here yeah. for liquor, bro. Yeah, doc, yeah, I don't know what <laughs> it was all bad, bro. It was so, I was, it was confusing times. There was a lot going on. So he walked in like, my name's Forrest. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, hi, my name's Dr. Frank. Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, there we, there we, this is my guy, Tom. Yeah, we got two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred bucks. My guy's got sashimi. <laughs> Yo, what? Sushi time, baby. Oh my god. Hey, that's what's this, up. And this is my mentor. This guy kept me on track. Believed in me. Fucking just put eleven hundred. He helped me. Yeah. Hell yeah, made a, bro. Made a bunch of money today. So what 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 are you eating tonight? What what what's uh, your meal for tonight that you got oh, we here? We got a bunch of sushi, yeah. Fuck yeah, two hundred dollars worth. <laughs> bunch of fucking go. sushi, two hundred dollars worth. Damn. So, so I I, I manipulate <laughs> I manipulate my way out of that fucking hellhole. Yeah, I just give you open that up and look. I think, I think sashimi. It's all sashimi in there. Look. Oh, yeah. Look at look, look at what we got cooking. Minnesota sashimi. I yeah. It's the best I can get around. Yeah, it ain't bad. Sheesh. I you a little snack when you get home. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, the rest is packed, but I just bought you that one little snack. Can you flip this light on? Yeah. For me? Thank you. And so I manipulate my way out of the, out of the fucking halfway house. Oh, can you get the light? Yeah. My bad. So I'm, I manipulate my way out of the halfway house, my, and the lady. As soon as I walk out in the lobby, the lady's like, "You manipulative little fuck!" And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh, watch out for that guy. He got almost, guy almost got murdered. And she's like, "You manipulative little fuck!" And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "She's like, you little bastard! You think they come in here with your little Hollister clothing and Abercrombie and Fitch? You think you're better than us?" I was like, "What?" I was like. <laughs> maybe and she's like and she's like you're never gonna stay sober i go i go lady fucking watch me i go i go i go i'm gonna prove you wrong and prove myself right and i don't need this bullshit and i don't really believe in it so 
I don't know. I was like, good luck. Good luck. I'm, 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 I'm done. I'm over this. So how long ago was that compared to now? So that I went to, I went to a treatment when I was 16. Okay. So do you think that they would remember you when they see you on the billboards now? <laughs> I, I, bro, I hope so. I hope so. I'm hoping that they do. Like, it means more to you though, right? Because at this point in your life, you're at the stage where it's all or nothing. And Blake, we couldn't be more yeah. proud of you, man. Um, what, Thank what, you, man. What do you expect? I'm proud of him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. What do you What do you expect for for next year? How many fights do you think you're gonna try to get in for next year? Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to get four to. And I'm at, I'm at, uh, I fought December, April, uh, August, and I'm trying to get November and maybe December too, if we're healthy too. So, I mean, I'm trying to stay active, you know, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to stay busy. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not hurt at all. I'm unscathed. Like I'm feeling great. You know, like, man, I, I, I'm so, I'm so excited because hey, bro, like through all this, all this bullshit that i've been through my whole life you know like like and and like bro when i was in treatment they were like only five only like four to five percent of you are gonna stay sober and you're gonna make it and then and i told everybody in there that i was gonna that I, that that's what i was gonna do i was gonna get to the ufc wow and i was gonna and i was gonna be a superstar and i go watch me and bro so many people doubted me bro like so many people and it and it took way longer than expected what and kept you going? What kept me? Well, honestly, bro, honestly, I wanted to like quit like a thousand times. Like, bro, I saw my, I saw my boy Dan Kaiser get killed in the cage. <sighs> yeah, bro, literally died. He he was pronounced brain uh zero zero percent brain activity at the hospital. Like thirty minutes, he got his th he got his trachea crushed by an up kick, um, and they had pronounced him zero percent brain activity dead and and uh he they flew him out uh from that from that hospital and he got two brain surgeries and he lives to this day bro wow i'm gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna and he's a great guy dan the king kaiser i'm gonna see him on monday bro and 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 after that after that like bro it changed the dynamic of fighting for me because i'm like dude this is literally life and death like i like this could be it for me every fight so could you flip this like this does this stay on uh but so every fight it is like like i'm not like i'm not in there playing around i'm yeah. not in here to play games like like after seeing that like i was holding the cage and i was like he's gonna get up he's gonna get up so for for me it's like it, it was a lot of stress at, at, at first, and now, now I'm calming down a, a, a bit more. But yeah, me and me and this guy, me and my me and my guy Tom, fuck man, we just he he believed in me, and he was good with business, and he taught me how to give presentations. So we just had a lot. We we yeah, we had fundraisers. We just we just made it a lot of fun, you know. Like if I wasn't having fun, and if I didn't love it, like. I would have stopped a long time ago, but been able to travel all around the world, all around the country, um, you know, move to California, 
uh, have Chito Vera as like my sparring partner, Alex Perez. Wow. You know, like I've met so many beautiful people along the way. Like, bro, I live in Southern California. Like, for, for a small town, a Minnesota story, boy. So I didn't have my dad around. My my little my little brother fucking commits suicide. You know, oh, it's wow. like it's like, dude, like fuck, like, I, and I'm like an addict, alcoholic, and like in like high school, and like trying to overcome that, and it's just like, dude, it's like so much adversity. My whole like try and find my worth when nobody believes in me and like when I got no money and, and, uh, and this, and, and my, and my guy, Tom, he helped me like, he helped me go around and get presentations. And I met a bunch of business people and they, uh, started and some of them started sponsoring me. And, uh, and, and then, you know, I started getting sponsors and I was like, Oh shit, maybe I could do this, you know? And, and, uh, I don't know, man. I started believing in myself. You know, I, I helped I helped Pat Coran get ready for Patricky Pitbull um, oh, back wow. in like 2014. Wait, just, you're an absolute inspiration. We're so excited to see what's going to happen here in the UFC. Steve, do you have any questions here? I mean, I got I got I got a few. I mean, obviously, you know, you won a couple titles on on the regional regional circuit. You, you know, you're you're Cage Fury Championship guy as well. What, what yep. are some some of your some of your local uh, uh, promotions? Who who do you like fighting for the best? Uh, you know what I like? I really like uh, fighting for RFA. They were they were they were always awesome. Yes, CFFC was CFFC was awesome. Uh, I just I felt like at times like you know they were putting me up against Eddie Torres who was like their boy. And honestly, bro, I feel like that fool like didn't have COVID. I feel like he just couldn't make weight. And like, I, and like I know that's their homie, and but I don't know. It's like, bro, how do you have COVID and you're sick as a dog and all this, and then two weeks later you go against Alex Caceres. And not even it was like a week or two later, he goes against Alex Caceres in a jiu-jitsu match, gets rear naked choked right away. But I'm like, it does it just That's didn't an insane smell right. To go bro. up against too. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like and 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 then I he had COVID. Ha, ha, doesn't doesn't it, are you are you supposed to wait like 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 ten to fourteen days before you're supposed to be in contact with anyone again? Yeah, he waited right up to the point. Bro, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It do, it didn't even smell right. And then it one, of the ladies, right. one of the ladies, one of the ladies, one of the ladies, uh, she was like, she was like, oh yeah, his uh, his coach has COVID, and I was like, hey brother, oh. I want the fun part. I go, I go, your shirt. Yeah. Yeah, we had. I mean, you know, making that, making the shirts like locally. I like this guy. Yeah, I mean, he was fun to be the man. Yeah, he was the big fun as fuck. Yeah, honestly, it was pretty dope. Like, as I was coming up in Minnesota, like I started making shirts. Having all that, man. I started getting a bunch of sponsors. Now, that's the interesting dynamic. Now you're. So the interesting dynamic now is you're you're in the UFC, so like all you know you you have the fight kit and everything like that. So how is that transition gonna gonna go from having all those sponsors to having more that and kind of the setup that the UFC program has? Well, I mean, it's it it it, that's like the one of the 
one of the big downfalls of the of the UFC is just like uh, like obviously Venom is like dope as fuck. Like I'm wearing I'm I'm rocking the rocking the UFC shirt right now. Oh hell yeah. Uh but the the people were there for me like, from the get go, from the jump, you know. So that's that's unfortunate. And uh but you know what? I know, I know what it is, and and I love the, I love the UFC. The UFC, it was UFC or nothing for me, forever, you know. And and my sponsors are really cool, and they understood. Mike's gonna be the champ. It's, it's facts, and 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 they understood that. Uh, they understood that, you know. Okay, if I go to the UFC, we're still gonna, we're gonna still show love and support. We just know that it's going to be mainly through like social media marketing, and we can't be on your shorts. But I'm still going to show everybody love, you know. Well, yeah, and that's what I said. If you got real sponsors like that, they'll, they, you know, they'll understand that that you'll still find ways to take care of them. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. yeah we went we went to this one spot, El Taco Riendo, back uh, <laughs> over here in Minneapolis, and like, bro, they they comped our meal today. You know, oh and, hell yeah! Look, and then. Bro, I got sponsors like out here. I I, I was sponsored by uh, uh, these guys, Justin and Ron. They own a Dairy Queen chain, and so we're going out and we're gonna uh, we're gonna go get Fogo to Chow. Uh, bring, I'm bringing Tom and his wife with me, and gonna go out and go get Brazilian Steakhouse. You know, it's like I'm just, bro. I've been so blessed by so many people, and I think just being a good person like there's so many people that just want to help you out if you're just like genu- genuinely trying to be a, a a better a better person you know what i'm saying you're not trying to network you're you're actually making friends yeah man you know it's like like everybody you're that genuine. was a part of my success that's why that's why right now it's so important for me to come back and show love to the people who showed love to me, you know? Does that shut off? Yeah, performance right. welding and corporate. Tom had a bunch of my sponsors over at his house, and they were, yeah. Some, my that, wife started crying. Yeah, she, she was, was crying. So I didn't know that. Oh. Lovely. The, being such a nice guy, how do you shut that off when, when you step into the cage? Man, because it's kill or be killed, you know? It's like, bro, I yeah, could be... Yeah. I could be uh, I could be a great guy during the day and, and, and whatnot. And, uh, sometimes I, I, I used to have a problem with that, with that, with flipping the switch. Yeah. But now it's like, bro, we, we, we program, we program everything. So it's like, it's, it has nothing to do with like being it's, it has nothing to do with like emotion or anything. It just has everything to do with like this is the mission this is the vision this is the purpose is that you know? a new high though like when you think of it like do you feel uplifted uh like is it somewhat of a high when you sw- flip that switch oh fuck yeah bro after my fight i didn't even i didn't after my fight i didn't sleep till the next night oh man i couldn't i couldn't sleep all night bro and it's like you're you're riding a huge Rat fight, rat fight, rat fight. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, he he has um he has he has two like like two nice sized rats, and I guess what uh, the fuck? <laughs> I guess they decided it's time to have a fight in the middle of the interview. <laughs> I love it. 
my right, dad, my dad. This, this is what happens when, when you're a pet owner. Okay. I, I have, I have a, you know, a three-year-old pit bull. So when I come over and do my shows at my mom's house, because I have like, the open area and just, just everything. Holy she has a, a twelve-year-old beagle, and he's just, he just wants to be left alone. So my, so my dog is up in his face, like licking him, and he. And, He's all old, so he's sitting there, you know, howling, you know, you know, snipping back at him, just like get out of my face. Sorry about that, dude. I I looked you, over. You, uh, you an you an animal person, uh, my friend? Yeah, bro. I love dogs. I my uh my my pit bull Liberty just passed. Oh, uh, dude. Like, like a month before my fight, and uh, I got a little I got a little Chihuahua named Ramses. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh, that's Liberty from. Oh my Ramses. God, I'm pretty sure that's from like a Disney movie. Uh, oh, that... it's from Nacho Libre, bro. Not yeah, yes, yes. Oh, uh, the big wrestler dude, right? Yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Ramses remember. is the best, <laughs> dude. I, I love that you like that movie. Nobody oh, gives bro. that movie credit, dude. Bro, I can literally quote that movie <laughs> from start to finish. He's like. I know of water. He's like, I know a, a gypsy down by the river. He has magical eagle eggs. <laughs> he always... He's the greatest spider who ever lived. Dude, then he cracks <laughs> the egg open and he's just like, yeah. that shit's, that's and such a good movie. And he farts and then like dives into the water. Dude, they get their asses. If you guys haven't seen Nacho Libre or didn't give it a chance, oh you guys got to go back and watch that movie. Especially if you're fans of Napoleon Dynamite. I knew so many quotes from that movie too, man. Like that, Hands that, that, down, top two best movies of all time. Well, uh, and, and you got to add like uh, Wolf on Wall Street on there. But like, oh, yeah. as far as like funny movies, like, like just like, like simple, like just like what the fuck humor is like napoleon dynamite but like just like wholesome humor that just like is so funny is nacho libre that is like that is what i've watched before almost every fight dude yeah you know what you know what's even funnier about that whole movie is um the whole thing that that girl's trying to get with them the whole the whole time and he, he keeps got an turning on yeah People, people will think of you as a. Uh, I forgot what he what he tells her, but he keeps turning people her down. Might think until... you are a loser. Yes, Because yes! <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to hide that he's a wrestler the whole time. Yeah, yeah that's the whole thing. Oh yeah. my God, Blake, bro, you're the man, dude. Bro. Seriously, your whole personality shines throughout this whole interview, dude. Like, uh, it's it's such a hard thing to find fighters. That will open up and be so genuine, man. And you oh, see, like, it, like such a genuine person. And it's it's kind of crazy knowing now that thirteen people living with you wouldn't give you five dollars for gas. Like, Bro, I was like, I was like, yo, guys, like, I like, I gotta get my oil changed. Like, I gotta get like repairs on my car. Like, can you toss me like ten bucks a week or something? And, I don't know, bro. It's like fucking. But I also understood that they don't have jobs. You know, we're all trying to get it. So yeah, I was just yeah. trying. I was just trying to help everybody out. But at one point, it's like, it, bro. They like, and it's. It was just a miscommunication, I think, with everybody at the house because they were like, "Yo, Blake's never here. He he trains for like three months and then goes back home." 
Well, it's like, bro, I have literally like $200 in my fucking bank account. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm not making any money here. I'm I'm not going to be able to give anybody rides if I don't have gas in my car. So I'm working all day bro, and, and doing then, interviews, training kids. Yeah. yeah. Bro, trying to read and books. Then, and then... And then all, and then I would come back, and people thought that I was just like fucking around. Like, bro, I would, I would hustle my fucking face off. I would, I would come back, work seven days straight, hustle up, hustle up. Yeah, I have the beautiful limousine. I would, I would work my fucking ass off, dude. Literally, literally from seven in the morning till nine at night. Completing jobs all over the metro, up in Duluth. Have to do with the and hotel, I'd have to, hotel, bro. Hotel. I would, I, I would not take any fucking breaks, bro. I was on it, and 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 I think they thought twelve hours today. We were up yeah, I mean, yeah. Wow. I didn't, I didn't have to, and we, we literally just got done working twelve hours today, and did an yeah. interview. Yeah, and and I was like, and I was like, Tom, yo, uh, we we. How to get one last he camera? Made 1100 bucks today. Yeah, we did all right. <laughs> you know, but but so I gave a sixty thousand dollar bid out yesterday. He could make forty grand off that. Yeah, Ooh. but we're tra- I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to hustle, bro. Like I just I just want it that bad. You know, it's like I'm always doing something, and I think they he's th- giving up a two hundred thousand dollar career to I, fucking pipe for zoo. Yeah, thousand a year. Yeah, and I think I think I think people thought that I was just like like taking a break, resting, relaxing. It's like, bro, I was, I was training while I was out here. Plus hustling. Like no breaks equals no losses, right? Yeah, bro. Like no breaks, no losses by any means necessary we just to got get the job here. done. It's 822. Yeah. We're just on our way home now. Yeah. We left the house this morning, 745. I woke up at 7.45 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, I just woke up. <laughs> you guys are training for fights. I'm separating rat fights. <laughs> hey, this fool believed in me when nobody believed in me. And everybody's like, he's he's so crazy. I'm like, no. Well, let, let me ask you now, like, 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 if, if, you, if, if you're, you're, you're a matchmaker for, for a fight for yourself, you know, two, three, four, like, like, who, who are some of the guys that, that excite you, that, that you, that you want to test yourself again? Like, who are, who are some of the guys in your weight class that, that, that you really want to see how, how it plays out? Uh, who, 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 who I, who I, I want to see me against? You beat I was, all. you know Champ. what I was saying? I was saying, I, I want to fight Chase Cooper. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I think Cheeto that Vera. Cheeto Vera. Yeah, no, well, Cheeto's not in my weight class. Cheeto, but yeah, Cheeto was fine. my Cheeto was one of my main spar. Cheeto was my main fucking sparring partner at, at Team Oyama. How did you when do against there. him? Uh, he did he did good against me on the stand up, but I would I would get him if I got him on the ground. How so? If you if you got the fight with Chase Hooper, I mean. Do you do you want that fight first? Because I feel like if if Chase heard this, he would be down for that. Oh, I bet he would. Blake will beat him. I bet he would. I mean, would I'm you? I'm I'm down for whoever, bro. Like, I just want to get on this Madison Square Garden card. Like, it don't matter. It don't matter. I feel like I feel like uh, uh I feel like I feel like the Can Man Volkanovski. Who's your champ? Volkanovski. <laughs> I'm, I'm the, fuck that, Paul. I'm, I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> Tom, 
Tom's like my fucking Don King oh, over yeah, here. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. You know, I basically, basically, I'm as old as fucking. Basically, basically call me the call me the can man. Anybody can. I'm gonna get one more American. in here. I'm gonna get one more to Eddie, and we're gonna let you enjoy the rest of your afternoon. So. <laughs> So they just announced that that uh, Jake Paul's fighting Anderson Silva at the end of October in in Arizona. Oh, yeah, he's still Dude. fighting these old. He's still fighting old men. Of he's course, still fighting fighters past his prime. But Anderson Silva didn't look half bad in against his uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. boxing match fairly recently. So now our poll question was: Can Anderson Silva stop Jake Paul? Do you do you feel? Anderson Silva still has enough in him to to, I, to to shut Jake up, or or is Jake just too big, too strong, too young? No, I th- honestly, bro, Anderson Silva's my favorite fighter, and he still and he still can do it, bro. He still, I swear to God, he still can do it. He can still do it, bro. He he's a good boxer. I mean, bro, he used to spar up at uh, up at Wild Card with 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 some buddies, bro. I believe it, uh, but Jake is Jake's a fucking smart little bastard about how he's setting up these fights, man. And there's probably litigations and like the contracts I hear are just like crazy. Like they can only like rehydrate so much. They have to be at a certain weight. With Tyron Woodley, I was like, bro, I I feel like he can only. I feel like it, he added in the contract where Tyron could only throw so many punches per round i could see i could see a contract or something like that i feel like I, it just didn't smell right I mean, like, to me bro it just that's I'm, the I'm problem is, i mean that, that's the problem isn't it right now like is everyone think that everything that he's doing is a work when you look look at his first few fights you basically you get you get freaking uh <laughs> you know you get a guy coming off a hip in, uh, surgery in less than a year you know, yep. you know, both times you fight, you, you fight Woodley. It's like real last minute, like it's within like a month, two months. He isn't really in, in, able to put a camp together. And you know, the first time it looked like, it, it, you know, it, he knocked him through the ropes, and then it just he stopped fighting. And then the second time it looked like he just put his hands down and he just get knocked out. Yep, and that's what a lot of people are are saying that it's a work and things of that nature. Anderson Silva, I don't know if you, you can get him to do that. I don't think so, bro. Anderson's, you know, Anderson's still nice. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's, he's, he's up there in age. So, like, obviously there'll be like uh, a gap in, um, a gap in like his reaction time or whatever. But I think, I think Anderson Silva can catch him. Put him out. He's got the fight IQ to do it. He's smart enough. But, but Jake Paul is. Jake Paul's training with really good coaches, and he's and he's taking it for real, you know. So I don't know. Like I said he's young. He's got that chip on his shoulder. He's been running his mouth. He has a lot to prove. So like he has more, you know, not only more to gain but more to lose too, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I feel like I don't know. Maybe if Silva's got Steven Seagal in his corner, <laughs> give him some more tips. You know, like, you know what, dude? If he has Steven Seagal. Seagal in his corner, I'm done. Dude. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, did you see uh, that we we did that thing? Uh, I, I, I said that I was going to uh, uh, give Dana White the old Ed Bassmaster. 
And bro, Ed Bassmaster commented on the post that Fight Club put up, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna, oh I'm gonna try, God. I'm gonna you try and get, I'm gonna try and get him to come out to my fight. And be like, Psh, you got it, whatever, you got pal. It. You go, Unreal. Not on my, not on it's, my it's, worst day. Eddie, about. Eddie, Eddie, you're, what's your last one, brother? My 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 last one for you, man, is uh, yeah. when when can we see this documentary of uh, that that you made of your pickup lines along with the <laughs> tournament <laughs> that you were talking about earlier? Because I really want to see it. It's in the it's in the process, bro. Like, hey, we had a sick film crew. Shout out to the best manager in the game, Jason House, bro. He hooked me up with my boy Elliot who's got uh, a barbershop in, in Vegas. Check him out, Elliot and Company. Uh, my boy Jacob filmed this whole this whole series, and we're starting a documentary series, actually, and, like, a vlog series um, that's going to that's gonna be hitting. So, bro, oh. it's all going to be documented. And, and, bro, when I get to, like, when I start getting more and more interviews, like, bro, people are going to see, like, bro, I can, I can imitate, I swear to God, like, 80 percent of the ufc roster that's awesome i actually like, I, got, I got it was an imitation real fast i got i got impersonations for days uh uh let's see nate diaz man, can you do diaz obviously obviously my fucking combat couldn't make fucking weight you know that's because my fucking shit been eating his vegetables and shit. So I don't know. Fuck that motherfucker. <laughs> Gangsta thug life for real. Stock and slap that hoe. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> Gangster for real, bro. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> um, uh, Blake, what we normally do is at the end of these interviews is kind of throw the, the, the proverbial microphone over you. Anyone you'd like to thank, you give you get you shoot out your social media. What, what, what would any I like to you want to show some love to oh, anyone yeah, else you, yeah. want, you, you want to talk about the time is yours, my friend. Hey man, I want I wanna I wanna show love to you guys, man. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm sorry the the lighting isn't as good, but we're riding in the in the limousine right now, obviously. The old like 1990s band yeah, that you that you, that you sell that you sell fucking candies out of you know <laughs> i hope there's but like dude, a shag run back there shout out to all my sponsors shout out to all the haters and the doubters i just got this i just got this tattoo for you because i'll be silencing every single one of you motherfuckers to the death of me uh 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 shout out to fuego delta a shout out to drip drop uh uh shout out to uh massage matters tacos manuel uh, Iridium Sports Agency, uh, Jacob, Jason, uh, 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 um, all, all you homies. Uh, uh, shout out to my boy Alton the Ballman Cunningham, the fool's coming up in the game. Um, and then uh, shout out to my gyms, Triumfo with Felipe Fogelin, Adam Lynn, up at Subfighter, and the, the one and only, the GOAT, the greatest. The boat, like uh, Tony Ferguson would say, but my 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 boy Flame, my boy Flame, man, I love that fool. He he really uh, when I lost my little brother, he stepped up into his place, and uh, uh, he and he 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 really like brought me and my my fight career to a whole new level. So shout out to you guys, man, all all the sponsors, bro. Like so much love, uh, Red Buddha Tattoo uh, in Newport Beach, and and and. And all my coaches that I've had in the past, all my teammates in the past, and 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 everybody who's helped me get to this spot, I I, I miss a bunch of you, but 
but for real, like that shit is is unreal because man, you know, I feel like Brayden, my little brother, was like feeling hopeless and feeling lost and feeling confused and feeling like he didn't have anybody that had his back. And when I felt that same exact way and I felt like doing some of the same actions that he took, there's people that helped me out along the way, bro, and and reached out a helping hand and helped me get into um you know get into like uh, a good a good group of people that can help me sober up a good uh group of people that could fucking get my mind right and you know shout out to my guy tom right here man this guy fucking believed in me when no one believed in me man nobody fucking believed in me and when i said that i wanted to come to california he said go get out of here you know and and this guy was like a father to me you know like a mentor you know it's like family to me so you know just i don't know man it's just it's just so crazy i want to thank god thank my mom thank my grandma and um and 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 just you know it's like like i said in in cffc man like we have so much time we have so many beautiful moments during the day and we have all this time that we waste on fucking social media and and all this time that we waste distracting ourselves you know so it's like my message is always like, man, like if you have time right now to reach out to somebody that you love, like fucking do that shit right now, bro. Like reach out to your mom. You know, I bought my grandma flowers yesterday and wrote her a little poem and a card. And like, that's, that's like, that's like the, the, the big things that, that matter to me nowadays, you know? Hell so, yeah. so yeah. that's what's, that's things, what's important. It's not even bro. the material things. It's the little things that, that, that make everything go, go around me. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, bro. But, just but thank you. Really, really appreciate the time. You know, you know, you know. Really looking forward to the to the next matchup, and you know, uh, hopefully we can get you back on here and talk some more fight, fight game, talk some more life. Let's get it, bro. I'm gonna hit them with that Mexican judo. You don't know if I'm gonna stand it up. You don't know if I'm gonna take you down. You don't know if I got a knife. I don't got a knife, but you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Yes, sir. So, I'm, 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 I'm here for all the smoke. Todos los quieres el humo. They don't want the fucking smoke, bro. I'm telling you. So I'm coming for all that. Blake, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon, and we wish you nothing but the best moving forward. Have a great right. night, and uh, thank you for joining us. Absolutely, man. God bless both of you, man. Stay, all right. stay, stay hard. <laughs>